scope change it Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents I'ma shake the globe till they feel it Why the world make me feel misguided? I can't hide it I'ma shake the globe change it Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents I'ma shake the globe till they feel it What's up everybody? This is the Misguided Podcast We intend to guide you to a better future The purpose of this podcast is to do exactly that We will dive deep into the stories of entrepreneurs and highlight what makes them successful, but also pinpoint mistakes they've made and how to improve them. Our goal is to make you start thinking about building generational wealth through business. I hope you enjoy, and if you do, please rate this podcast and leave a review. And now, let's get started. It's true. If you want to walk fast, go alone. If you want to walk far, go together which is the exact reason I'm building a community for us, the misguided. And in this community, you'll be able to learn, educate, and collaborate with others who are like you, wanting to build wealth through business. Think of this as a networking conference on the internet. So head to the show notes and join the Slack channel for the misguided. And in this channel, there's even sub channels where you can add or remove yourself from certain interests of yours. For example, if you're a notary guru and you want to educate others on how to build a notary business, join that channel. If you're wondering how to use your car for passive income or start an Airbnb business, you can join those channels or you can remove yourself. It's that simple. So what are you waiting for? Join the Slack community already. Help yourself. This is a place to share insight and engage with other business owners and leaders. Think of it as a Reddit forum, but even cooler, because here you'll be able to self-promote and partner with other people. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? My name is Juwan Rohan, and this is the Misguided Podcast, where we intend to guide you to a better future. I'm sitting here with Rafaniel, owner of Stamper Signings. How you doing today, my brother? Yeah, I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you for having me on. How about you? I'm living. I'm living. I'm trying to get my morning started. Um, got a lot of cleaning to do today. Um, <laughs> I've been I've been traveling the last like two weeks back to back, and so I got to like spend some time at home and do some cleaning. You know, road, man. I respect it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to try. Um, but uh, thank you for joining us, man. Let's go ahead and dive into your story. Um, I'm excited to to kind of hear like how you started. Um, Man, I don't even know. Let's see. Let's see how I found you. I found you on, on Twitter. I believe uh, Brother Andre had like quoted some some stuff on Twitter from you. And I and I was like, oh, he like he he um, he tweets some really good content and it'd be funny as hell talking about the signings. So let me uh, let me give you a follow. And then, uh, yeah, you've just been uh, keeping in touch and and. Um, that's kind of how how I found found you. So so the audience listening, uh, make sure you follow on Twitter. His his stuff is hilarious. So um, appreciate that, man. Y'all tap in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts, facts. Uh, so where are you from, man? Man, originally born and raised in the Bay Area, uh, Oakland to be exact. Hayward, San Leandro, been all over the Bay, and I've been out here in Stockton, uh, San Joaquin County, for the last 10, 11 years or so. What um where you were born in Oakland? You said you lived in Hayward. When did you live in Hayward? Man, I was living in Hayward when I was a kid, man. Probably from my time I was what about seven or eight. Stayed out there for a few years. Traveled back and forth between there and Oakland for the most part. Between my mom's side and my dad's side. Nice, nice. I'm from uh, I'm from Hayward. I went to Southgate. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, uh, South Hayward over here, but uh, nah. <laughs> uh, South Hayward. Um, yeah, yeah. Hayward. I don't know that way. Yeah, Hayward slept on man. They, uh, that that home prices went up like crazy. Everybody trying to move over there now. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot of folks, you know, it's to be they used to talk bad about Hayward back in the day, but now you see all the exactly folks, yeah. everybody moving over there now. So it, it's yeah. a it's a money pit now. Yeah, uh, same with uh, Pittsburgh and uh, Antioch in them areas. Facts, facts. Well, Pittsburgh's still dangerous, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool. That's cool. So, uh, grew up there. Where'd you go to high school and stuff? Yeah, I went to a school called Candell's College Preparatory, man. Where the a, hell is that? Yeah, it was a very, very, very uh, small school I, in Oakland. You know where the uh, the old Sobe building used to be at? Yeah, yep. Yeah, so that it used to be right there, right across the street from Eastmont, man. I used to go there. I went there for like two years, and then I used to go to school out in uh, Crockett, like right next to Vallejo. It's a school called John Sweat. 
So okay. I there for a couple of years or so. So I started out in John Sweat for a couple of years, and then I ended up going out finishing my last two years at Kendall's College Prep. So Dude, you went to two of the smallest schools, like in the Bay Area, possible. Like, how'd Ooh. you even? Smaller <laughs> schools. Facts. How'd you even go there? <laughs> why? 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 So I used to live in Rodeo, man. Like I told you, I'm from the Bay, man. So I didn't. I didn't live all over the Bay Area. So I, I had moved to Rodeo. I say what, like 04? No, 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 that's cap. Like around 2002. Okay. So I started going out to Carquinas, I think Carquinas Middle School for a couple of years. And I ended up going to John Sweat. And I, you know, Crockett is just like super small. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, like 15 people over there. Right. Facts. You know, so I stayed over there. I went over, went to that school for about a couple of years or so. And then I ended up moving back to uh, San Leandro. Uh, I want to say set like 06. Okay. And I went end up going back to school in Oakland, man. I was supposed to go to San Leandro High, but mine was like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna keep, keep put you in this school yeah. over here. So yeah, San Leandro was popping back then. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, Bay was popping around that time. Yeah, yeah. facts. Okay. Yeah. Oh five, yeah, oh three to oh eight. Yeah, yeah, white tea era. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that was that was I ain't had I ain't never had that much fun since, man. It yeah. was so much fun during them days, man. But yeah, yeah, that's my background for sure. That's cool. I mean, damn, yeah, you pretty much lived on all of 80, that whole 80, 80. <laughs> you went from one end, very end, like right before you hit the bridge, Crockett, all the way to San Leandro, right before you hit the other bridge. Like, <laughs> that's so, Yeah, that's crazy. That's cool. You At least you get, you know, a taste from all areas, right? Because as crazy as it seems, yeah, the Bay Area is one place, but Oakland is totally different than San Leandro. And San Leandro is totally different than Crockett, right? And Vallejo is totally, you know what I mean? So like... Um, yeah, each city in the Bay Area, it's just like its own world. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Like I said, we are, they, it's all in one area, but if you go to a different city, if you go to each of those cities, you would think it was Dress an Dress different, area, yeah. Other world. Dress different, talk different, yeah. everything. It's, 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 no place is the same in the Bay. Yeah, and that's why the Bay is so big is because there's, like, so many cultures that, like, come from here, right? Like, and, and you get so many people that pop right? Like uh, musicians, you get Vallejo, right? You get Oakland, um, you get Richmond, you remember uh, the, the HBK squad, like, you know, you get total different fucking cultures and diversities. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you get everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. Cool, cool. Well, that's dope, man. Yeah, I like, like like we were talking yesterday, I had no idea you literally a Bay Area transplant. Like, yeah. I, I think I had saw something on Twitter talking about, uh, you were like, I need to find like a, a a notary in Georgia or Texas or something. And, I, and for some reason, I was like, oh, he's from Texas. And I never like even went and did like the the, the due diligence to, to search. So that's dope, bro. That's dope. Cool, cool. Um, so let's go ahead and start. I want to I want to start talking about your 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 signing agency, because a lot of people think, you know, notary and. They're like, what the hell is that, first of all? <laughs> right? Always the reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, when you talk signing agency, that's different, bro, because that's a whole business. Like a notary is like, you know, self-entrepreneur. Um, like when you when you own a signing agency, you 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 own a, a bunch of shit, right? And a lot of a lot of shit goes into that structure. So I kind of want to talk about that. But I want to talk about how'd you first ever hear about a notary? That's funny, man. Uh, my mom was a notary, right? So my mom been working for the government for over 20 years. And so I was working as a security guard, right? So I was doing that for about six years or so. In my last year, I was trying to figure out, like, what's my, I'm trying to figure my way out. Like, I always wanted to get into business, but I didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do. Yeah. So uh, one night, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. I want to start my own business. I'm trying to plan, plan out my exit. So normally, if you're going to start a business, you're going to start with what you know, what you skilled in, right? So I was like, all right, maybe I'll start a private security firm. But when I found out what the capital that was needed in order to get started, and I'm working as a security guard at that time, I was yeah. like, ah, that's that's not going to work, right? <laughs> so uh, I didn't feel like I was innovative enough to create a product or anything of that nature. You know, maybe, you know, just, you know, mental mental blocking, you know, I'm blocking my own blessings in a way, right? And so I knew my mom, she guess she had got her, her notary commission. And I was like, all right, well, let me see if I can actually turn this into a business. And I just did some research. I don't know how verified the source was when I went on Google. But when I found out they made 50000 a year independently, and I was like, oh, all you got to do is just stamp a document. And yeah. I can work on my own time. I don't got to deal with these people asking me, worrying about if I'm sleeping on the job or they trying to find <laughs> ways to, you know, to, to fire me, right? All the stuff that yeah. uh, security guards deal with. I was like, man, this is uh, sign me up quick. And so that same night, man, went on the NNA website, signed up for the class. And at that time, the, they was doing classes in person. So like right after my shift, 
man, I went up there, did the uh, did the training. I took the eight hour class, did the uh, exam right after, and then I found out in two weeks I passed. And then from there, I've been doing this ever since. When was this? This was uh 2017 when I first got commissioned. So it's funny when I first got started, I didn't even take on any assignments because. I had bought the wrong printer. You think I'm thinking I needed <laughs> a dual? I'm thinking I needed a dual tray laser printer, right? But yeah. I just bought a single tray. So my my process, my mind, my thought process was like, well, I don't want to get any assignments, and I get you know get hit with a, a, the, a, the instructions to print out any legal documents, and I don't got a dual tray. So for the first few months, I didn't even take on. I didn't take on any assignments. Just you know, just being scary. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm leaving money on the table by doing this, right? So. I ended up eventually finally finding a dual tray laser printer and I did my first assignment. Uh, I want to say I did my first assignment. I want to say November, 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 2017. I got commissioned in 17, uh, September, uh, finally did it in November. And then a year later, man, September 3rd, 2018, I left, man. I've been independent ever since. That's amazing, bro. That's amazing. And that's an amazing feeling to leave and know that you have something like, like that's, you know, about to pop, right? Yeah. It didn't pop out initially like that. though. I, nah, I, I, it never yeah. does. But, but you know, but you, but you see the vision though, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, absolutely. but yeah, I, I want to talk about your very first signing, but before you do, it's funny that you mentioned that you literally just sat there. Cause you like the printer, right? The printer is a huge thing that, that the notaries, especially in the loan signing, um, that notaries like are scared of is like, I gotta get the right printer. Yeah. And that's kind of like where I've been struggling with right now. And you know, from how, when I tweet, I fucking hate loan signings. Like they're, <laughs> they're so, anno- they're so annoying, but, um, I like have been struggling with the the printer issue because, you know, COVID hit the chip shortage printers are like three times what they used to be. So, for example, like the most popular printer for notaries is the brother dual tray laser printer. Right. Um, It used to be like 280, 300. And during COVID and still now that thing is like nine hundred dollars. Yeah, they want they want they want a ticket for those. Yeah. uh, For for used. So like you're like, holy shit. Um. So through this whole pandemic, you know, I had got mine in the pandemic, my um, my commission. So I'm like, well, I'm doing good with the general notary work, but I want to like open, just open, you know, diversify and have opportunities. So I was like, I need to get a printer. I looked at the price. I was like, oh, no, this going to have to wait. So that whole time I was like waiting. I was like, I know in my head I'm losing out money, but like, what can I do about it? Right. And right. it's like. Well, instead of just, you know, going and spending nine hundred dollars, I just I just don't feel comfortable spending nine hundred dollars on a computer. I don't care if I'm gonna make the money back. It just that's ridiculous. Right. So I was like, I got a printer. So we just going to have to figure it out and do what I do. If it takes 50 minutes to to print 20 documents, that's what we're going to have to do. So be it. Yeah. So so what I started doing is I started um, I had saw this video on YouTube. It was this this black uh, notary girl. I forgot. I got to shout her out because she, she dope. She she got a, a big following. But she uh, she was talking about how to um, how to use a single tray printer. And, and pretty much do, you know, your legal documents and your letter documents and how she just switches them up. And it, it literally takes like an extra 10 minutes. And I was like, oh. Was like Sophia? I, was Sophia Martin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She dope, she dope. Uh, and she just gave the secrets. And I was like, oh, so, all right, I'm going to download this little PDF uh, uh, filer. And then, uh, yeah, that's how I do it now is when I just get a notary. All right, a loan sign in. I'll just use my single tray until I get a dual tray. Yeah, uh, yeah I wish I would have knew that. Like when I first started, because that would have saved me a lot of time. Like right? I said, money on the table. Because at that time, folks were still refinancing, even though interest rates at that time was like between three to four percent. Most I was still getting hit up for assignments, but me, I'm just so scary right at the time. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't want to take that chance. But Facts. that shit is scary though. I ain't gonna lie. So let, let's talk about how your uh, first your first loan signing was. Yeah. Yeah, I never had nobody ask me this question. My very first loan yeah. signing, I, I actually remember it. it was uh it was a refinance. I had got it through SnapDocs. No, I got it through signing order. Got it through signing order. And really? Signing order be hella hard to get. Like they really? send you shit and it's gone. You gotta be the first one to uh to to reply on that motherfucker. I feel like it's that I feel like it's the opposite. SnapDocs is the one where you where it's like you try to read you, you say you're available especially if you get like a signing from old republic or first american at every anytime i used to see those back in the day i'd be like oh 
And as soon as and, uh, and, it, and the notification would never come through because it's already been snatched up. But so I still ain't I still ain't got a, a sign in from uh Snapdocs. I mean it's only been a couple months, but like that, I ain't got one little uh they ain't send me one thing. I can't tell you when the last time I got a sign in through Snapdocs. I don't even remember. I like I I get it from coast to coast for the most part, but um, <laughs> I don't get any. I don't know if I, I think I still have my account. I just yeah. <laughs> haven't I just haven't had the need to use it, you know. Yeah. So I mean that's a blessing within itself. So thanks. Yeah, but my very first signing it was through signing order. Uh, I had to do a refinance for 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 an older lady, and the signing, I felt like I wasn't. It's funny because when I first went to the signing, I didn't feel nervous or anything about it because I was so well prepared. Just because uh, when I was working security, I used to work graveyard shift, mm. and, I had, and I had the study guide. So when I had the study guide, I ain't doing nothing on graveyard shift. Only thing I'm doing is I'm watching cameras. Yeah, you know, in every in every hour, so I'm going on a foot of golf patrol. But in the meantime, I would hand, I would bust out my study guide and I would just study it. Like I would just study those documents over, 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 over again. Facts. And then got to and then for most people, they think it's difficult. If you keep it really simple, if you keep it simple, you just don't miss any signatures, you don't miss any initials, don't miss any dates. If you can't explain the purpose of the documents, hey, that's cool. You don't have to actually know the entire set of documents, but as long as you don't miss any signatures anything like i just knew that so as long as i knew that i was like okay i'm pretty good mm-hmm. and so that very first one man it went very smooth man i was able to explain the deed of trust compliance agreement you know some of those documents yeah i just double checked i had my sticky notes my flags all that stuff on there so i knew i didn't miss anything and it went pretty well man so but yeah that's that's it went very smooth man that's amazing what uh how was it far from you no, it was it was in my city. It was probably about she the lady lived probably about 10, 15 minutes away from me here in Stockton. Okay. That's not bad at all. No, yeah, it was very it was, it was very lovely, right in the city, not too far from me. And uh yeah, man, the signing went very smooth. Like I said, it wasn't no, I wasn't nervous or anything like anything of that nature. It's, I guess it's because of the preparation up until mm. that point. Yeah. No, nah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um damn, that's that's dope. You know, you know, I always like that's that's good that you mentioned that because uh I was stressing when I first started about like knowing every document and yeah. like explaining it. But even when I do these loan signings, I haven't had one person be like, oh well, what's this document? Well, you know, um it happens and, and you'll get you'll get clients that sit there and like, well, can you walk me through everything? I didn't have a chance to read it last night or something, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um that's yeah. Yeah, that's rare. Like I, I literally haven't haven't to this day gotten one person who's like, well, what's that document? You know what I mean? And and yeah. I'm stumbled, like, right? Um, it's usually like you said, just don't miss the signatures and don't miss the initials and dates. And you good. Yeah, <laughs> if you follow instructions for the most part, I mean you're pretty much good. But like I've been doing this for about five years. I think there's only been one percent of the time, like if that I've had somebody who's like, What is this? I want to read all the documents. But I get to a point where it's like, all right, if you want to read everything, I'm going to just keep explaining it to you, every document to you. So eventually they'd be like, you know what? I'm going to just let you keep going and I'll just read this once I'm done because I just keep explaining it to them for the most part. They got three days to cancel. Yeah, you got three days anyway. So you might as well just let me explain. Let me do what I do. Get the yeah. document signed. If you see anything that, that you know, that, is, that you're not cool with, you can just always cancel it. Yeah, yeah. And then... um. And then uh, what was another another one is like when when they're hella unprepared. Right. Or I've had people uh, rush like I've had people try and rush you out of the sign. I'm like, yo, you scheduled this at this time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, what are you rushing for? Like, this is this is a big purchase you about to do right here. You know what I mean? so yeah. Before. yeah, yeah, I need, I need I need more of them clients. Yeah, give me up out of your house. Yeah, get, yeah, give me. The quicker we sign, the better. Yeah, I need <laughs> clients. That's <laughs> facts. That's facts. Um, cool, cool. All right. Well, so are you are you still doing the signings, or are you just like are you still doing it in your area? How's how's your your business structure working? It's it's funny, man. Uh, this week, I've, I think I've only done like one in person signing. And all the signings that I've had, they've been pretty much yeah. you know, different markets and outsourced. So that's a blessing within this. That's, I mean, that's a blessing to be in that position. But at the same time, I was like kind of bored. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's been a while because I'm used to being out in the field, out and about, you know, going to house to house doing these signings. And so to now I have the agency where, you know, we got signings that's, you know, all these different areas. And I don't even need to have to be there for the most mm-hmm. part. So I did one signing last week in person and then the week before. 
I think I did one. So I might have done one, two in-person signings within the last two weeks or so. So mm-hmm. that's that's been kind of crazy to, 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 to even say that. Because like I said, that I'm, is crazy. I'm not aggressive to doing that. Yeah. yeah I, I still do. Like if it's like a uh, if it's one one of our like attorney clients, they need like they need some like a VIP service. Like of course I'll actually be there for the most part. But if I can't be there, I mean we I mean I have a I have you know have the notaries I rely and trust on that can get the job done. Nice, nice. Okay, cool. Let's go ahead and start um, talking about how you built the business like from ground zero. So obviously you started as a notary and you were yeah. like, all right, where can I take it? So yes. where do you take it? Yeah, man. So my goal coming into 2021 was to actually start an agency, but I didn't really have a plan for it. Like you have a goal, you know, coming into 2021, you got your goals and everything that you want to set out for yourself. Right. But I didn't really have an actual plan for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what's funny, I actually fell into it by mistake for the most part. So my commission was set to expire. And for some reason, I waited till the month of for the month of to actually renew the commission. So I'm thinking, cause, I, cause at the, you know, at the time I'm thinking like, all right, well, I'm already commissioned as a notary. I don't only, I mean, as soon as I do my training and do pass my exam, I should get my stamp and my commission right away. Now it was, that was, that was a bad assessment. And thing. Yeah. Bad, very bad. Especially during the COVID. During Especially during COVID. Right. Yeah. And so in the, on the, in the month of, I do the, I do the training. Uh, I find, I do the exam. I was like, all right, well, I need to find out when my test results are going to come in. I need to find out that my test results wouldn't come for another two weeks. Then my stamp wouldn't come for another two to three weeks after that. So in the meantime, that week, during that same week, my, my commission is set to expire. So I'm like, all right, well, one, I don't have any digital products. One, yeah. only, only time I made money as a notary was by actually being physically present for the signings. And so I already had a relationship with a loan officer that I was doing some work with. And I had to let her know, like, hey, um, my commission is set to expire. But I do have, I do know a couple of notaries, which I did because I was already already had connected with a couple of notaries in my area, and I just let her know, like, hey, if you can't, if I can't do it, I have an, I have a couple of notaries I rely on who can actually get these signings done for you. And she was like, cool, no problem. That same week, she needed a notary. I had one ready for, her. yeah, uh, I had one ready for her to do that, and it was a refinance, and then from there it took off. And so in that first month, in my first month of actually doing it. I didn't have any. I didn't have any system in place. I think I'm only. I might have had like less than ten notaries in, in the database. I did a thousand dollars just outsourcing assignments. I did that by mistake. You yeah. Know, so, but a thousand. I mean, a thousand dollars. That's not a lot of money. You ain't going nowhere. You're just connecting yeah. calls. Yeah. It's 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 not a lot of money at all. But to actually, but to actually to actually know I can actually do this. Yeah. You know, I didn't have any infrastructure, have any any systems in place. I was like, oh, okay, I, I got something here. And said so from there on out. I was so focused on building my database. So I would uh, every time I would, I was always marketing on LinkedIn, marketing and Facebook, all these platforms. And, and uh, I was specifically marketing like to like title companies, because at the time my title, my target market was title companies, mm-hmm. and, uh, lenders. And I was specifically marketing in these groups and I would have notaries that would like to post. So if I see a notary is liking the post and I need to build my database, I'm not using signing order. I'm not using Snapdocs for the most part. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out to you directly. I want to schedule some time with you so I can get to know a little bit more about you, let you know about my company and see how we can collaborate, you know, get some money together. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was pretty much doing. And then I ended up putting, putting, putting together a Facebook group, uh, salute to Stamper community. Uh, right now we got 220 members within the group. These are all notaries. These are all people who I rely on uh, whenever we need signings done and they get the job done for me. And so for the most part, it was just gradually just building it up by me connecting with them for one-on-one time, getting to know, getting to know more about them. And then they actually, when I actually created the group, I started to blast it out and say, Hey, join the community. This is for notaries that's looking for a business outside of these other signing services. We are looking for notaries to join our network. And then from there, it just kept building, 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 building. So now, like I said, we got over 200 notaries within the database. Uh, got a few clients that we work with directly for estate plan signings, uh, loan closings as well. So whenever we need a signing, I'm I'm tapping in. Like I don't, I'm I'm pretty unorthodox in the way I do the business. Most signing services, you know, they they use a signing order, they use a snap dots, they're using these other platforms. And I was doing that too initially. I was going to use a, a signing order, but what I found when I when I when you're on the other side looking in, because most notaries don't know, is when you are the signing service or the agency that's using uh, using that platform, you can actually see the notaries who you can work with. You can see if they've been blacklisted. You can see how many assignments that they've done. 
<laughs> and all the notaries who, who was on the platform, I'm looking on there. I'm like, uh, I don't even know if I want to send. I don't even. Want, I don't know if I want to take this chance even sending this assignment to them because they got horrible ratings. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, if you're dealing with title companies and these real estate companies, they can be very fickle if you don't get yeah. the right notary for the job and you make any kind of mistakes because there's just so many factors and so many parties involved. I was like, man, y'all not gonna have me looking bad out here. Not, not that's not gonna be the case. So I much rather build it organically. That way, I have some type of relationship with you, and I actually know you. I feel much more comfortable about assigning. This so, do you sign up on these, you know, coast to coast as a signing agency? And so you can, you can do Snapdash again. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Okay. So that damn. Yeah. So I want to, a couple of things I want to touch base on here. First is congrats on the 220 that's in the Facebook group. That's like crazy. I've been trying to, uh, I've been struggling to, to build a community on Slack. Um, yeah. I want to build like a, a, a misguided community <clears throat> where people join the group and, and kind of, um, you know, help one another, right? Like almost like a mentor mentee type of situation. And, yep. and right now I have, I have it set up, but there's only like maybe 25 people in there and it's, um, in each channel, you know, on Slack, you have like channels, it's like Twitter, right. But you have hashtags. And so I have a notary channel. I have a, a artist channel, a filmmaker channel, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Um, but yeah, man, 220 is crazy. I need to, you need, you got to share me your, uh, your secrets. Where are, are those, all those people located all over or what? All over America. That's crazy. California, Texas, New Jersey, Florida. Shout out to the floor. I get a lot of Florida notaries that be tapping in. Yeah. New York. Uh, man, they all over. They all over. They literally all over America, bro. And how do you find those people? They come to me, man. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part. But the most, when I first started out, I was just using social media to, um, you know, tell folks to join the network. And then I start doing these workshops. You know, I'm, I'm doing these webinars and I would encourage them to join the network. So I, I initially I got had built it up to about 80, had got had about 80 something members in there, just building organically. But then I had did this in, I had did the interview with Sophia. And after that, it seemed like it seemed like every note in America was like reaching out. Like Where did you group. do the interview? <clears throat> did on YouTube. We did it. We did that interview. What's it April? I think we did that interview in February. So in February we did the interview. And then after that, after she talked of, of this year? Yeah, this year. That was like last month, two months yeah. ago. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that just shows you it was just yeah. going just like that. Fast. So we had yeah. all those people coming. I had all these people coming in, just building all these relationships, just networking. So it worked out in itself. And like I said, now I got to a point now where I really don't have to put it out there because they, I mean, I still do got to put it out there. But most for the most part, you know, I do a lot of posting and marketing. So they, they end up coming to me for the most part. That's amazing, bro. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm about to, uh, I want to look at this interview. What, what's her channel again? Sophia Martin. Sophia, yeah. Check it out, man. It was a dope interview, man. That's amazing. She's got some dope questions, man. And like yeah. I said, all these notaries just like coming <laughs> out. Of, I mean, they literally came out of nowhere. Nowhere. I'm like, oh, they blowing blowing up my phone. They're like, oh, how do I get started? That's an that's a eight signing service, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, how did you find me? It's like, oh, I just saw your interview. I was that's like, oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. So yeah, this goes to show, man. When you, you know, she got reach. So I'll give her that. Yeah, she got reached. So all those people was tapping in, man. So if when y'all, if y'all listening, y'all know who's listening, tap in, join the Stanford community, always posting available and upcoming assignments within the group. Hell yeah. There you go, bro. Look at you at a little fro back then. It was a yeah, month man. ago. You little fro, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I was I was trying, I was trying to uh I was trying to I was trying to get the braid and trying to get the trying to get some locks, man. But you know, going through that little fro stage, I ain't had the patience for it. Bro, I've been trying for like <laughs> three months. I've been like committed, like, all right, I'm gonna just get the braids up top. Yeah, uh, and then every time I go to the butter, I'm like, nah, cut it, bro. I, I yeah, look, I look that, ugly. That's me. That that's exactly me right there. Yeah. I get to that point, I'm like, uh, you know what? I just, you know, I mean, the lesson in that, man. Sometimes you just gotta stay in your lane, man. Facts, facts. You gotta stay in your lane, man. Well, I, 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 you know, I, I grew up with long hair, so I had long hair like all my life. So I'm like, to go back to it now is just like, cause everybody doing it right. It's like, yeah. man, I, I been had that shit, but yeah, um, gotta have yeah. the patience for it. I ain't had the patience. Like, you know what? Let me let me cut this off and we're going by my day, man. Keep let going. Me- <laughs> Cool, cool. Um, yeah, there was another question. So that that was that was the first one. It was it was about the the group. Um, congratulations on that and, and building a community because that that's cool. And also just like your your um 
your whole branding is really is done well like like it's almost like you had classes on this right but i, I think it's just through trial and error, error that you learned so yes. um that that's that's amazing bro um yeah yeah so about the the, the loan signing in the in the business structure so now mm-hmm. that it's been five years um that you've been a notary how does your structure look? Are you doing it all across the country of where you're 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 going out to? How are you getting your leads? Mm-hmm. Are you paying for leads, mm-hmm. um, et cetera? Go into the business detail. Yeah, so I have a couple of repeat clients, uh, mostly law firms. It's only one title company for the most part. I mean, I'm approved with a few title companies, but it's only one in particular that really gives us business for the most part. Okay. But all my clients is through law firms. So it's through networking. I get paid. I pay for leads through Thumbtack. I get a lot of assignments through there as well. Uh, so for the most part, the majority of my clients are through my network and then also paying for those clients as well. through Thumbtack. How'd you get the network of the law firms? How'd you man, reach man, out to them? Networking, man. Just out here networking. So 2020, I was uh, I used to work for New York Life selling life insurance. And, you know, when everybody was in the house, you know, that, that, that sprung up the virtual networking. And when I found out virtual networking, when I found out you can set up Zoom meetings and connect with people, I don't got to leave my house. Uh-huh. What? Man, I took full advantage of that. I yeah. took full advantage of it. Still to this day, I, I took full advantage of it. So I was connected with so many professionals, whether you're a financial advisor, whether you're uh, landscaping, whether you're in real estate, whatever it is that you was doing, I'm connecting with you for the most part. And so I found all these networking groups. I found a business networking group like locally in my area as well. I was a part of that as well. And so initially during that time, it was still, I was still in that stage of trying to build the relationship, still trying to get you to know, still trying to get to know you a bit and see if we're actual fit to actually do business with each other, and you know, send each other referrals. And so it, it wasn't until like late last year where that the, all those seeds I was planning, that I was planning started to come to fruition. And so I had a couple of folks who I knew in from financial services. They connected me with connected me with a couple of estate planning attorneys, and from there we hit it off. Mm. Build a relationship from there, and so from there we've been getting business like consistently, like either whether it's here in California, whether it's in Florida, whether it's in Tennessee, New York, New Jersey. Like these law firms that got clients literally all over the place, and so instead of them having to go on Thumbtack, instead of them having to go on Google to find a notary. My value proposition to them was, look, it's like I already know that you already got to spend your you, a lot of these law firms, they'll they'll place the responsibility on the signer to find a notary. That could take about a week or so to find a qualified notary. If you got to live in trust and you know you about to get twenty five to five thousand dollars for that for that for that trust, you want to get that paperwork signed right away. Right. You don't yeah. want to delay that process. So if you already got a notary in your back pocket and, you know, we already have a network of notaries that we can rely on, we can get one for you just like that. That the that the, the quicker the, that's the quicker you're gonna get paid for that yeah. for the trust sign that you can set up. And so that was my value proposition in them. Uh I put take pride, I value speed. We get notaries to sign right away. We get those documents signed right away, whatever you need, whether it's scan bags, whether you need us to ship those documents to you, whatever it is that you need us to do, we can do that in then some. And they felt that they was like, Yeah, we 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 want to work with you moving forward. And so that was my value proposition to them. And then that's how that led to us getting business. Hey, that's amazing uh, pitch right there. That's good. I like that. I, I didn't even think about that. That's, that's smart. So um, uh, you got the law firms, you got Thumbtack, Thumbtack slept on. Do you do Google ads? I haven't been doing too. So I've used Google ads before for the most part. I mean, I haven't had too much success with it. So my whole month, so if the people do find me through Google, it's through, or they, if, they, if they need a notary on a Sunday or they're just checking out the, uh, mm. pretty much my organically been building up through just asking for reviews. So that's, I mean, I don't do pay too much for ads. I do pay for leads though. So the Thumbtack, I use that for the most part. How do you, how does that work? If Are you doing it all over the country or are you just doing it in your area? How much money are you spending on Thumbtack per month? Go ahead and, and get month, into that. Man, I'm probably, I probably spend around, roughly around 80 to 100 bucks a month. On, uh, Ooh, that's big that's yeah. big bro but we but i mean but the profit margins on that is like is because yeah. you gotta think about it right so if we if we get like if, we, if i get a request for a signing and my budget for that week was like 20 i mean 20 bucks i mean for a one page sign i mean for a one signature signing you know we're gonna we, we need to collect 65 for that yeah and then a lot of the a lot of the requests that i get through thumbtack is a lot of power of attorneys 
get a lot of power of attorney requests. You know, uh-huh. that's uh, that's a quick that's a quick ninety seven bucks. Uh-huh. You know, so far so I get a lot of power of attorneys. We get a lot of law firms still get legal assistance that's working at law firms that reach out to us through Thumbtack. So Thumbtack, I get like you. It's, the reason why I like Thumbtack a lot is because I get a lot of B two B clients on there. And they, need, and, they, and they need a specific job that needs to be done, right? So if they need a state plan, they need a power of attorney, those are, I'm not going to say those are high ticket assignments, but you can, at minimum, you can get at least $97 for a power of attorney assignment. Yeah, so whatever yeah. I'm spending on Thumbtack for that week, I'm already I'm already in the money. For yeah, the most yeah, part, yeah. just off one assignment, and then everything else is gravy after that. So yeah, yeah, I typically yeah. do about, on Thumbtack, I typically do about 500 a month from there. And I probably spend about, we spend probably about, hundred bucks if that that makes sense that's my and are you only doing it in what areas so i got to spread out to 150 miles away so i get signings from nevada we get signing i get a lot of signings in the bay area it's funny because i don't even get that many signings here locally yeah it's it's, it's weird because i get a lot of signings like in the bay area for the most part nevada and like i said if they if they if they need a notary i mean i can make it happen for the most part yeah um what was I gonna say, man? I was gonna say something else after that. <laughs> I forgot what I was about to say. But yeah, I get we get I get a lot of signings like out like not in my area, but uh, but all over the place. So you, Thumbtack would allow you to get signings up to 150 miles. So for me, I mean, I run an agency, so that's that's to my benefit. That's now, easy but for the notary that's working. A lot of notaries that complain about the about the platform. Their main complaint is where they get signings outside of their area. I was like, all right. If you get signings outside of your area, just outsource the assignment. Like, don't just don't just pay for the lead and just let it go to waste. Yeah. Take the take the lead. Find out if you could book that book the appointment. And once you book the appointment, then find a notary for it. Like, it's 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 not rocket science, but yeah. it's just it's just a matter of just getting people in that mind frame of you know, of doing so. So they saw a cut. So notaries are so accustomed to actually being present for the signing, but they're not even thinking like, oh, I can just go on one two three notary.com or go to signingagent.com. Or just call a notary that I know and see if they can actually do it. Facts. You're creating a win-win situation at the end of the day. Facts, facts. Yeah, no, nah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. A lot of people didn't know that. Who actually put me on to that was a tech out here in the Bay Area. Salute to tech, man. Yeah. Good brother, man. So um, he kind of trained me. Uh, and I did a couple of ride-alongs before I was even a, a notary with tech. Yeah. And uh, and just seeing, like, the business, like, in the business model, you know, he come off. I don't do this, but he come all dressed up, dapper, dapper down in his full suit to notary signings and stuff. But um, he he funny. Then a first, funny, funny story. The first signing uh, I, I ever rode along on with him before I even had my commission. We went to uh, the the founder of. Um, oh, my God. Why is it uh, blanking right now? The founder of uh, start with a G. Oh, my God. Hold on. What is it? It's called a. Uh, not GoFundMe. It's um, it's a tech company. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, Groupon. Groupon. Yeah. Groupon. We went to his house and did a signing at his house. Oh what? And, yeah, it was in uh Oakland. Crazy house. Uh, yeah. And, he, and you know he busy when he's on calls and all he and like he's like giving you his ID, signing paperwork while he's like in CEO calls and shit like yeah. that. Like yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that was the first time I ever did with tech was at Groupon uh, CEO house. That's dope. Yeah, right? I was like, oh, I'm in this. Sign me up. I said, yeah. how much was this notary? He said, oh, man. <laughs> I said, oh, nice. <laughs> I get to disclose that. Up. Yeah. I said, all right. We want some money, though, for sure. Sign yeah. me up, man. Um, Yeah, it's amazing. That's tech, man. Tech a good brother, man. Yeah, I learned a lot through, from tech, man. Just uh, It was funny because when I first seen tech's page, I'm thinking he was just a DJ, right? This DJ that's following, yeah, me, yeah. <laughs> and he would, and he would, leave, and like he would, he would like my post and leave comments. But I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, it's another brother supporting because it's it's Doctor Tech music. I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> DJ. But then I went to his page, and when I went to his page, it was so eye opening for me because I never, had, I never seen a notary talk about automating their business before. Yeah, you, know, you hear the other businesses, and then when I'm looking on his page, I'm like, oh, he's he's doing something that's different. He's he's doing something different than everybody else. Yeah, I need to pay attention to what he's doing, yeah. and so from there, yeah, I ain't gonna say we super tight like that, but yeah, I, I, I rock with tech. Like I, I really respect tech and what he does. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, the automation is, is huge. He's actually the one uh, that like I set my website after, and he kind of like 
help me model it and stuff but the just having people be able to book a notary without even contacting you is like whoa and yeah. that shit and seeing that shit pop up on your phone is like wow someone just booked oh and it's already paid for it like that's dope <laughs> that's a beautiful thing man i wish yeah. i wish more notaries would do that because i be having notaries they i be trying to tell them like yo y'all should, should, should incorporate some automations into your business and they be talking about well, i be talking to people it's like y'all, y'all still talking to people yeah <laughs> what y'all talking to them for like i don't y'all literally don't have to talk to them like because for the most part when you talk they don't want to talk on the phone anyway like yeah. they much rather just let me just schedule a notary and let me get on about my day. So they don't want to sure. be on the phone, gotta ask you a thousand different questions. And then some notaries shoot themselves in the foot. They want to ask for the, the the scan back of the document. I want to know what's because they so used to doing loan closings, right? They don't know how to actually handle the document, they don't know how to answer specific questions, and they end up shooting themselves in the foot and losing the client. Just yeah, send them yeah. a link, let them answer the pre-screening questions. And then let them and then let them book themselves. And then only thing you need to do is just show up and get the document notarized. Like Fact. it's really that simple. Let's we're gonna do some some role play, but before we do, I wanna uh I wanna I wanna break into a different segment. Uh sure. so um I got this this segment called the Hell of Misguided segment where I ask the same question to each entrepreneur who comes up on here. And that yep. question is uh if you were to write a letter to your 18-year-old self, what would a summary of that letter be? <laughs> that's a dope question yeah thank that's you that's a dope question who man what would i say to my 18 year old self guide the audience man guide the audience man damn that's a dope question what would i say to my 18 year old self man that's a lot that i could say stop chasing these hoes i'm just saying <laughs> yeah, that um yeah, that one for sure uh, man, i can't even think wow i'd probably say man find out what you want to do Find out, figure mm-hmm. out what is it that you want to do, like, immediately. Um, wow, man, I really, ah, that's a lot. That's, that's that's a loaded question, man. That's so much I could really say, man. Uh, when I was 18, bro, I, like, for me, man, the goal was really just to make it, just to get, just to make it through high school and then, you know, figure out the rest from there. So I feel like, uh, well, I mean, my journey, obviously the journey has definitely led me to this point now where I finally figured it out, but initially i did not know what i wanted to do like i yeah. i had this dream of you know I, I think i'm going to the nba i'm going to play basketball you know i'm tall you know i didn't play basketball my whole life and so i think i'm going to the league but when that didn't happen it was like okay where do i go from here so i would say um yeah man figure out what is it that you really want to do and surround yourself with the right people surround yourself with people that's going to uplift you surround yourself with people that's 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 going to where you want to get to because at the at that time i was i wasn't really hanging around people that was trying to that was actually trying to do great things in life like the type the type of conversations that i have today with like my peers and you know people that i rock with i wasn't having those same conversations Mm. back then so i would say uh change your surroundings change change be around you know change your mindset be around the people who's who's trying to get to where you're trying to get to and uh dream big Cause I, I mean, like I said, I had a dream of going to the NBA, you know, but when that dream didn't work out, it was like, okay, where do I go from here? So facts. Yeah. I would say, yeah, dream big and, you know, surround yourself with the right people that, yeah. that's trying to get to where you want to get to. Life after being an athlete is like very hard. And, and a lot of people, if you're not an athlete, like you don't understand, <laughs> like yeah. it's super hard because you, you've been this one person for your whole life. And then all of a sudden, boom, just like overnight, right. Graduation. It's like, yeah. your life is supposed to change. And like, well, shit, what the hell do I do now? And yeah, I don't man. know shit, but to, to yeah. touch this basketball or go work out. And you know what I learned? I was mad at the world after, uh, uh, like after being an athlete, I was mad when I figured out that how much time students have or just people in general, how much time people have if they're not an athlete. Yeah. Like the fact that I knew people that weren't athletes that were complaining in college of how hard shit was. <laughs> it was like, what? Like, <laughs> like after, after I was an athlete, like it was like, okay, where are we going to grab beers? Where, you know, where the party right. at? Like, uh, we, we, we got this time to study now we got hella shit to do. Like, what do we do with all this time? Let's go play video games. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, man, y'all got, y'all do this every day. This is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, man, that's crazy. You talking about that, man. Yeah. 18, man. 
Yeah, that's that's all I knew was really. You just need a little direction, right? Like just a little, yeah. like someone. I wish I had like a mentor. Like it was just like you need to be doing yeah, this. Like learn about stocks or learn about this, like this yeah. business structure, or learn how to hire employees, right? What you're struggling with now, like learn how to how to do these type of things that you could take on. Not at you know, like don't think so so close to being 18, right? Like, and what I mean by that is don't think so like short term, think long term. Yeah, and that's and that yeah, and, and you hit the nail on the head when uh yeah when I graduated yeah, that was that was scary man because because uh, I when I after that I was like you know what's what's next after this you know you so accustomed to going through going to school playing basketball and. You're not gonna be around the same people you with. Now you actually getting into, you know, you got you actually an adult now. So that was a pretty scary thing, scary transition. Because again, I was uh, I had tried out to play for Cal State East Bay, tried out for Academy of the Arts in uh, San Francisco, and when those actual trials didn't work out in my favor, I'm like, what's what's next? I don't know because I honestly didn't really know what I wanted to do. Like, not think a lot of 18 year olds don't really know what they do. If you do know what you know, I mean, if you do know what you want to do. Then hey, that's I mean you ahead of the curve. You're really ahead of the curve than most 18 year olds. Like I really did not know what to do. Yeah. Didn't really know what I wanted to do because again, the expectation was just make it, mm-hmm. just make it. You know, so yeah, you, you good, still man. be hooping? You know, it's funny, man. I don't really be hooping like that no more. So if anybody that's listening, y'all could probably get me in the game of 21. But that wasn't the case years ago. No, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the case years ago. But man, it's you know, I'm married, got a family, so I try not to use that as an excuse. And then you know, I got my business as well, so. It'd be, I, I really struggle with trying to have a good time and try to have fun because I'm so invested in, into in the business and so yeah. investing in what I have going on. So I need to get back out there in the court. I'm pretty sure if I get out there, you know, you know, hopefully I get 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 some get some systems in place. Well, I already got a system in place, but I get some, you know, some some uh get an assistant in place where I can run the business without me. I can get out there on the hoop court, you know, still serve y'all one on one if y'all still want it. Yeah, what I what I learned, I I just uh, started hooping recently again, um, and so I was like hooping. I had stopped hooping for a while, and then because I had my son like yeah. he's he, three years ago, and then once he got a little older, I started hooping consistently again, yeah. and then boom, I was like, oh shit, we got a daughter on the way, and so I stopped hooping, and then uh, now she's at a point where I can like you know leave leave my wife and, and, and go hoop and so yeah. what I found that's worked best for me is uh there's there's open gyms late at night they're like they yeah. start at like 9 nine thirty, right and they go until yeah. midnight and that's the best time because I'm not working ain't nobody calling me on a notary right uh right. like uh or real estate or anything like so that gives me my time to like oh like I have you know I have time that I don't have to worry about the business I can just leave everything off the court and so that might work for you, bro. Find find late night open gyms. You know, it's funny. I used to do that, man. Like, you go uh, 25 fitness. I used to go up there 9, 9 o'clock. We'd yeah. be looking up there until like 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Like, waking up, just like, body can't move, just <laughs> sore. Like, yo, we used to do that really, like, really tough yeah. back then, man. Yeah, they closed, they closed it down, man, right off Ben Hope. But yeah, I used to do that a lot, man. Like, because yeah. at the time, I was like 20, I was like 21, 22. Yeah. And I'm still trying to hoop, but, you know, I ain't had no job. I'm looking yeah. for a job, you know, but, I mean, what else I'm going to do? So, Thanks, all, the, all, the, all the guys used to be out there, be hooping up, up late nights. So, yeah, that was, Thanks, that, was good, that was a fun time, man. Shout out to uh, all the Hooper uh, uh, audience that's listening, all the Hoopers. Um yeah. But uh, okay, cool. Let's do a little role play, bro, on uh, how how a call goes. All right, so I'll be the I'll be the client. You be the uh the, the signing signing the agency owner. All right, ready? Okay, well, that's gonna be tough because I don't be answering the phone these days. But all right, let's what? Go. Oh yeah, because thumbtack, you just you mess his eyes. Good, bro. All right. Well, we gotta we gotta give the audience you know an idea of what what it looks like. So let's um, go. all right, ring ring ring. Thank you for calling Stanford Signings. This is Rafaniel. Hey, how's it going? My name is Juwan. Uh, I'm looking for a notary. What's the earliest you guys can come out? All right, can, I, can I ask you a couple of questions before we get started? Uh, sure. I'm kind of in a rush, though. Can can yeah? What are your questions? Okay. Uh, what's the type of document you need to be notarized? Um, I, I don't know. What is? Hey, mom. What's the document? Okay. Okay. Um, I think it's a a power of attorney. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. You know how many signatures you need? How many you need notarized? Mom, how many signatures? Oh, okay. Uh, she doesn't know. Okay. 
would you be able to verify uh real quick to see how many signatures you need yeah yeah it's very important that we know ahead of time yep give me one second okay i think it's uh i think it's two but it could be four i'm not sure signatures what do you mean by that uh, so these are uh, the all parties involved that's going to sign the documents. So we need to know how many signatures would be required on this document in order for us to notarize it. Okay, okay. I, I think it's four. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Now, typically for power of attorneys, these documents require a third-party witness. Are you able to provide one? Um, yeah, I, I think uh, my dad could be a witness, right? Uh, is he going to financially benefit from this uh, from the power of attorney? Well, he's married to my mom. Okay, so it'll need to be someone, either your neighbor or somebody that's not listed on the document. Oh, dang. My neighbors hate me. Um, okay, are you able to provide someone? Yes, absolutely. That's absolutely a service that we can provide. We can have, we can provide a witness for you for a fee of $50. Okay, um, sure. Let's do that. Okay, excellent. Now, you say you're, this is, uh, this is very time sensitive. Do you have an idea, a day and time that works best for you? Yeah, can you come uh, in the next hour and a half? Next hour half or so, absolutely. We can ask, we can make accommodations for you. Um, where would the signing take place at? Uh, I'm in Stockton. You're in Stockton, okay. Yeah, uh, do you prefer to meet at your residence? Do you prefer to meet at a coffee shop? Do you, yeah, a residence is fine. I, I could uh, just text you my address. Excellent, thank you for sharing. How, that. how much is the service for I know for a power of attorney? How much does this cost? So we can get uh, just have one more question to ask before we before we get to the cost. Uh, okay. All parties involved now. Are you signing this document for yourself, or is this, are you sign, Are you requesting this for some on behalf of someone? So my mom is giving me power of attorney over her. So uh, I don't know if both of us are signing. What does that okay. look like? Typically, if you're uh, if she's the power of attorney and she's going to make you attorney effect, then yes, both your signatures would be required. Uh, also, going. Well, I need to ask: Do you both have a valid ID or driver license that's unexpired? Uh, yeah, yeah, we do. Excellent. I appreciate you for sharing that with me, sir. So, for so as for for us to send a preferred mobile notary out to you today for two signatures, that'd be at a rate of sixty five dollars. Sixty five dollars for two signatures, and then the fifty dollars for the um for the witness, right? Correct. So the total be one fifteen. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Excellent. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send you an invoice via Stripe. We just need you to just need you to text our e Texas your email. And then once we receive your email, we'll send you that it will send you the invoice. Once it's been paid, we'll get a preferred mobile notary out to you ahead of time. Uh, before we, we send our notary out, is there a gate code? Is there anything that we should know ahead of time before entering the residence? Any Wait, can, can I not pay with cash when you get here? Pay with cash, of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's no gate code. Nope. Just a residence. Excellent. So I do appreciate you for sharing that with us, sir. Uh, please text us your email as soon as possible. And as soon as we get your email, we'll see you to pay, we'll see you the invoice and then we'll get a notary out to you as quickly as possible. Perfect. Appreciate you, man. Likewise. I appreciate you, sir. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Great job, dude. Great job. That's a, that's a, that, that's good, man. That's good. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get, I get a lot of uh, weird calls, right? You Like I tried to, I tried to emphasize the rushing, right? You'll get a lot of ones that are like, oh, well, can you be here like yesterday? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, we needed this. You know, I, I get a lot of calls that are like, you know, I've had this just sitting on my counter for three months, but I need it done today. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, okay, like it's been on your counter for three months. You had all this time. And yeah. so I'm going to charge you a little extra because you want it done right now. You feel yeah, me? I, I was just about to say that. Yeah. So <laughs> in those instances, if, if you need it done like right now, then yeah, it's going to be a premium that you would need to pay. So yeah. in a situation like that, you can, I mean, you can also spend it like, okay, for, for so for same day service, we can do this for a fee of 175. Or if you want to wait for the, or if you want to wait 24 hours later, we can get it done for a hundred dollars. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, that's, that's a big difference. Yeah, you definitely gonna have some people that's gonna try to rush you Thanks. and everything. But uh, when you get, I would encourage notaries when you get into that type of situation where somebody's like trying to rush you and trying to be in control of the conversation, still let the still assert your authority. Still let them know like your questions need to be answered first because at the end of the day, you're still in control. That they need your services at the end of the day. So if they trying to rush you, I need to know this. I'm gonna need to know that. And like, no, ask your questions. And make yeah. sure that you get a valid valid photo ID. How many signatures do you need? Do all part are you requesting this on behalf of someone or for yourself? Like make sure you ask your questions first. Or no, that's, that's amazing advice because that 
here's a mistake that happened to me when I was first starting Mm -hmm. is I didn't ask about the ID. Um, Mm -hmm. And well, no, I knew to ask about it, but I was so happy to get a call. Yeah. I was just like, all right, I'm there. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like tech always reminded me, like ask about the ID. And I didn't realize how important it was until I got to the place and they're like, oh, it's expired. Right. Thankfully, it was issued within the last five years, but like, it's like, oh shit, I'm never gonna forget that question again. Never, yeah. ever forget folks that Folks will try you. Like folks will really try, like folks will really try you to try to, cause that's another thing too. Folks will try to bring you an ID that was expired six years ago and think yeah. they can get it notarized. Uh, and then I've had folks like do that and I've asked them, like, do you have a valid ID that hasn't expired? And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. And then you go there. And it's like they don't have it. So imagine, so if you're in a situation like that, that's always important to get the invoice paid ahead of time. And yeah. that's a shot and salute to Andre for that. Like get the invoice paid ahead of time. He's someone that I didn't even, I didn't even think about getting the invoice paid until I heard him say that. I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So you yeah. definitely get that book. Cause that way, cause if you actually show up to the appointment <laughs> and you just showed up, the ID is expired. You just showed up, you didn't get paid for it. And they and they not finna, and if you ask them to pay you for showing up, they, oh, yeah. they go, you didn't know you didn't notarize my documents, but I'm paying you for it. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's awkward situation for sure. Yeah, yeah that that's why I always like when I could tell you know you know what client is calling you, and and you know it could be some trouble. Yeah. So I always try and get those ones paid before. Um, yeah. But but yeah yeah definitely cool cool. Um, so what's the craziest thing someone's asked? from you on an assignment or if one of your notaries have said like yo guess what the fuck happened uh i haven't had i haven't had nothing crazy happen uh have i had anything crazy happen for, for, i mean i've had a somebody request a, a sperm donor request <laughs> that was Wait, what? that was yeah Wait, what? Somebody, yeah somebody needed to get a sperm donor agreement notarized that's crazy so that's probably that's probably the that's probably the most weird request i don't want to call it a weird request because i mean you know it is what it is but that's one that was a little i was like that's that, it's not normally something i come across that comes across my desk yeah you know, for the funny. most part it's private attorneys loan closings estate plans you know like private business arrangements but yeah sperm donor agreement i was like oh this is this is interesting yeah you know, but i haven't had anything happen where i was like yo this was insane like i've had i've gone to some appointments where that the client the signer's house was just like yo like how do you live here mm-hmm. like i've had moments like that but nothing, nothing, nothing too crazy that makes sense that makes sense cool cool um only a couple more questions and then yeah, we're gonna wrap it up uh what are some of your favorite books and podcasts that you're listening to right now oh that's a good one <clears throat> right now I'm, re- I'm reading the way of the superior man that's man that's that's a fire book uh right now i'm reading dot-com secrets that's been a fire book as well. Uh, some of the podcasts I listen to, uh, I like to listen to Tweet Talk. Shout out to Charles and uh, Raphael. Uh, Tweet Talk, the Tweet Blackwell podcast. I listen to, um, obviously, you know, EYL. That's, I mean, that's that's automatic. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Social Proof podcast. They got a lot of dope entrepreneurs. That's on there. Um, I listen to my podcast, Stamper Podcast. I show y'all tap in. And what's another book that I, that I like, man? What's another book that's fire? I got a lot of books. Did you listen to the Will Smith book? No, I haven't. I haven't listened to that one yet. I typically try to read business books. I, it's, it's a business book. It is? It's, okay. It's, it's an everything book. I thought, yes, yes. I thought it was more like a uh, like one of the like the motivational book. Like the motivational stuff is like, yeah. I might really pass that. So if you're talking about some motivation, I mean, I hear you, but I'm already I'm, motivated. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's not, you know, because at, at some point, you know, you need more than the motivation. Like that's the has to, the discipline has to kick in at some point. Will Smith book is about straight discipline, and and it's 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 about everything, bro. You, you'll, yeah. you'll like it. Trust me. If you're a Will Smith fan, you'll you'll really enjoy it. I'm gonna tap in. Yeah, shout out to Will, man. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Will, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. Uh, okay. Uh, so we got books. Um, how can people reach out to you? Um, let, let everyone know. Oh, they, okay. where, be going. Yeah, tap uh, in. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, sure y'all tap in, man. I'm on Instagram, uh, Rafanyo, R-A-F-A-N-Y-O. Stamper Notary on Instagram as well. Stamper Notary. 
tap in with me on Twitter, Stamper Notary as well. I'm on TikTok. I'm still trying to get better with TikTok. My daughter is way better than me on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, Stamper Digital on TikTok. Follow me on uh, uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Stamper Digital. Uh, make sure y'all tap in, man. We got we got a whole lot going on, man. Join the Stamper community as well. So if you are all the notaries that's listening, uh, no matter I don't care where you at. You know, if you are looking for any business, uh, our agency in particular, we tend we tend we tend to specialize in legal doc signing. So make sure y'all tap in Stamper community. We're right here on uh, Facebook Facebook group Stamper community. Make sure y'all tap in. Uh, what else we got going on, man? Uh, we got Stamping Stamping Academy teaching folks how to start their own notary agency, how to automate and systematize their agency as well. Uh, make sure y'all tap in www.stamperdigital.io. And that's what we have going on, man. I definitely, uh, definitely want to extend my appreciation to you for having me on, man. This is a, uh, this is very dope. Yeah, of course. Thank you, man. Dope, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for uh, sticking to the schedule too. We scheduled this like a month ago. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I got, yeah, I got this. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got, I'll, I try to make it a point to stick to my commitments, man. I'm not really big on trying to reschedule. If I reschedule, like, I feel really bad when I've had to do that. So if I had to do it, like, it's really something that's really important that came up. But for the most yeah. part, if you get me down for a date, man, I'm going to stick to it, you know? Yeah, I think that that's important too. Like, in any business, is, is <laughs> I've had some people like reschedule like three times after the, the second one. I'm like, nah, it, it ain't just, it's yeah. just for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you to, at some point, like I said, we, you know, we, I mean, on the, on that, that, for that person on the other side, you're not the only one that's busy. Like, we all got lives, we all Bruh. got kids, families, we got yeah. businesses to run. I'm over here not getting no sleep and shit, and I can still uh, make it to this. You feel me? Uh-huh. I got two young ass kids. So ain't no excuses out here. Nah, ain't no excuse at all, you know. So yeah, man, just um, that's the gym, man. Follow through with your commitments, you know. Facts. I once I got- read in um 10x, man. I read 10x with my Grant Cardone, man. One thing, one is one gym in that book that stuck out to me. It's like, man, commit first and figure out the rest later, man. Mm-hmm. You commit yeah, that yeah. commitment, man. You just figure out the rest later, man. It'll work it itself out. out. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's facts. I like that. And that's a great way to, to end it. But I do want to end it with uh, I have a segment called Guided Conclusions, where I ask uh, a question that we haven't talked previously about um, yeah. before this recording. So you have no idea what's about to hit you. It could be a funny, serious question. It can make you cry. Are you ready? Run it, run it by me. All right. All right. Let's do it. Um, <clears throat> what risk and sacrifices does such signing company demand? Ooh, what risk, what sacrifice? Ooh, man, you got the, 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 the risk that you're taking, man. You got all notaries aren't created equal, man. So I'll tell you a quick mm. story. So all notaries aren't created equal. So I'll tell you a quick story, right? So I teach that every note, again, I teach that all notaries aren't created equal. Whatever notary that you hire for your signing agency, they're a reflection of your agency. No, no matter, it doesn't matter. So I had, I had last week, Shout out to Santa Clara County. Shout out to Santa Clara County. <laughs> I had two notaries, one that canceled the signing at the last minute and I had another one that showed up 20 minutes late. And as a result, I got a one-star rating and a two-star rating back to back in the same day. Now I've been in the business for five years. I've never had none, none, none lower than a four-star rating in anything because I try to, you know, I take pride in providing customer service. And do I blame those notaries? Of course not. Of course not. I don't blame them. That's my fault because I should have did my due diligence. I should have uh, make sure I had the right people to know who I'm working with. And so as a result, I got burned for it. Right. So again, that's the, that's the, that's the risk. That's the sacrifice that you're going to take when you hire, when you're hiring notice for your agency. So if you're going to do so with knowing that risk, make sure you do your due diligence, make sure nice. that you have a, make sure you have a criteria that you feel comfortable with. And if that notary, I don't care who it is, if that notary doesn't pass your criteria, they, that's not, that's not a notary that you hire. So the risk and the sacrifice that you're going to take when you start your agency, especially when you go on nationwide, all notaries are created equal. And the ones that you do hire, uh, they are going to be a reflection of your agency because because the, the rating that they leave, they're not they're not going to go to that notary that, that you hire. They're not going to go to their page and leave that rating. They're not. No, they're going to go to your page because you're the one that coordinated the whole play and put it together. Yeah. So as a result, you got to live and die with that. So hopefully yeah. you're ready. Yeah, hopefully you're ready. Damn pressure. That is pressure right there. Uh I feel it. I feel it. That, that is that's great. Uh great, great way to end right there. Thank you, man. Thank you, my brother. Absolutely.
Um, cool, cool. All right. Well, you guys heard it here. This is the Misguided Podcast, where we intend to guide you to a better future. My name is Juwan. Again, I'm sitting here with Rafaniel um, of Stamper Signings. Make sure you go like and subscribe this episode and make sure you follow Stamper Signings everywhere. All right. Uh, it's nice talking to you. I'm just happy that I came up. Came up. Cause I could be dead and caged up. Caged up. So every morning that I wake up, it's a celebration. It's a celebration. Straight up. I'm just happy that I came up. Came up. Cause I could be dead and caged up. Caged up. So every morning that I wake up, it's a celebration. It's a celebration. Straight up. I remember them days growing up in the heights. Other kids try to test me, all because I was white. But I ain't take shit from no one. I had to learn how to fight. Later I learned how to hustle. I had to carry a knife till I came up on a pistol. I'm out at all times of night. Me and Marcel, we out wildin'. We just came up on a bike. Twelve years old, drinking forties. The way we livin' was trife. Marcel, I miss you to death. I wish I, I could, could bring you to life. life. I wish I didn't have to hustle. Wish I made it to the league, but I gave up on my jumper and love with making this cheese. Then I invested in music. I'm like, how hard can it be? But People really be hating, don't wanna see me succeed, but fuck I'm just happy that I came up, came up Cause I could be dead and caged up, caged up So every morning that I wake up, it's a celebration, it's a celebration Straight up, I'm just happy that I came up, came up Cause I could be dead and caged up, caged up So every morning that I wake up, it's a celebration, it's a celebration Straight up, seeing me now it's hard to envision me broke Mama was trying the best My father's addicted to dope So when I'm writing this therapy When I'm spitting the flow I'm not just rapping It's really happening The shit that I wrote Uh So take your guns out And shoot for me Shoot for me You from the bottom You should root for me Root for me And if not Then fuck it I'm stunting I got you mad over nothing Them ratchet hoes You be cuffing You don't know shit about hustling I always been on my grind These other rappers be fronting They never put in the time My money longer than you and I ain't get it from rhymes These motherfuckers is ruthless They don't like seeing you shine I got a smile on my face as soon as I roll out of bed And I get up when I want because I've been making some bread I made a couple hundred thousand Did you hear what I said? Like I gave me a dollar for every tear that I shed Only fear is the feds I ain't even scared of the reaper I just wanna be heard Thanks for playing me and your speakers I said I ain't even scared of the reaper, I just wanna be heard Thanks for playing me and your speakers, uh I'm just happy that I came up Cause I could be dead and caged up So every morning that I wake up It's a celebration, it's a celebration Straight up, I'm just happy that I came up Came up, Cause I could be dead and caged up Caged up, so every morning that I wake up It's a celebration, it's a celebration Straight up I'm just happy that I came up, came up, cause I could be dead and caged up, caged up. So every morning that I wake up, it's a celebration, it's a celebration. Straight up, I'm just happy that I came up, came up, cause I could be dead and caged up, caged up. So every morning that I wake up, it's a celebration, it's a celebration. Straight up. Like, fuck you, fuck you, you never supported me, y'all all Jake is fucking, I'm the man now.